Broadcasting from the heart of commie-controlled America, the no-bullshit bear of doom and gloom, opium-free broadcast, the most important hour of your day. All right. Good morning. Good evening. Good afternoon, wherever you're in the world. My name is Josh Vince Tagliavia. Joining me tonight, this is the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose live with you Monday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is where we bring you the unfolding global conspiracy. And, oh, my goodness, things are just getting interesting, aren't they, Vince? It's getting wild, man. I'm excited for the rest of the week to show itself. You know, we were talking about the other night, and I'm like, you know, with the, the pending arrest of Donald Trump and all this stuff, uh, it, actually, me and Jim were talking about it this morning, and we we're just oh. like, you know what, I'm ready for it to happen. Like, like let it happen, because I don't think they understand specifically what they're actually doing. There was a poll that came out today, really, and it said 70% of Trump supporters will not protest if Donald Trump is arrested. 70%. Vince, 72 million people voted for him, probably more. So that means that 30% will. Yeah. Will vote, will protest or on our shirt. That's 22 million people. Okay. And, and you can yeah. put the alt and the radical and extreme right in that case. Okay. So I'm sure. Yeah. There is a storm brewing of the likes that this country has never seen before. Now, we got to ask ourselves, why is this all happening? What, what why are they all of a sudden coming out and saying we're going to we're going to arrest Donald Trump? I mean, he you are a bad boy Donald Trump. Why all of a sudden? Well, isn't it coincidental that the first thing that you get is the International Criminal Court indicting Vladimir Putin? Yeah. Right? Good joke. Then you get Donald Trump and Imran Khan, who is the former prime minister of Pakistan, who had the assassination attempt on his life like three or four months ago, good mm -hmm. friend of Donald Trump, okay, he got arrested Friday. Did he? I didn't hear about yep. that. And then Bolsonaro, I'm, I'm calling, he's next. So we're going we're gonna to put some things together for you because th this is Wonderland and things are not necessarily as they seem. And you have to be incredibly vigilant with what is actually happening behind the curtain. And Vince, I will tell you, I've been following this for a very long time mm -hmm. and been making certain predictions and saying certain things were happening. And guess what, guys? We are we are here. And um, I saw someone actually on Twitter the other day and they're like, uh, you know, and Juan's a friend of mine. So they're like, Juan predicted this a year ago. And I'm like, they're like, Josh and Jay predicted this three years ago. <laughs> and then dude's like, what? <laughs> yeah, we did. It was November. I went back and looked. November 2020. November 2020. Jay's like, I got an idea. What if the first arrest isn't like those guys? What if it's yeah. Trump? And I'm like, I remember. I right. I remember. Yeah. It, and listen. Calm before the storm, the communication before the storm. Trump's going to be the first arrest. Brought to you maybe. by the Red Project. Part of me thinks that maybe it won't happen, though, at the same time. I, I, I have a feeling that it potentially will not happen now because of the shitstorm that the leak had brought. See, the thing is, is it wasn't supposed to get leaked that it was going to happen. Oh. Right? Yeah. It was supposed to be Tuesday rushes in and all of a sudden Donald Trump's getting indicted and arrested. 
and it was yeah. supposed to be a surprise. The fact that McCarthy is convening a, a congressional investigation into this. Um, you have the the Manhattan congressman who bought his congressional seat. His last name is Goldman. That's right, Goldman Sachs um, is his, he's the heir to the Goldman family fortune. Um, it's found out that he was actually collaborate. He's by the way, he is the prosecutor who run the who ran the Trump impeachment for the DNC. Okay, that's wild. Okay, but apparently he was working with this district attorney to take Trump down. Um, you can't do that as a sitting congressman. That's massive uh, election interference. This all is. That's kind of the purpose of it all, I would imagine. Yep. So we are headed into a shitstorm. So the, the question I have is this, is firstly, and I proposed this, um, I think on my Twitter or my Telegram, is I said, if they're going to arrest Donald Trump, firstly, mm -hmm. they have to do something about the Secret Service. Secret Service, he has two Secret Service uh, personnel that are uh, basically with him for life. Okay. And these people, they, they cannot, they cannot and will not leave his side. Okay. Then he also has his personal security detail. Everywhere this guy goes, he has these security details. If they arrest him, guess what happens? They got him they, alone. They what? He, he won't be protected by his personal security detail and he won't be oh. protected by secret service. And I'm telling you that this could easily, if, if this really mm -hmm. does happen, if they go out there and actually arrest him or if he turns himself in, you're potentially going to see the shot heard around the world. A murder. Well, I think an assassination attempt. Yeah. Yep. Because, dude, they don't want him out of the way. They want him dead. This guy is a thorn in their side like they can never believe. But here's the thing is do you get rid of him and martyr him that I, I mean, is, is that the route they want to go? I think right now what they want to do is they want to change the global narrative because we are literally six months away from this integration into central bank digital currencies. And so, you know, what's happening behind the scene for everybody out there is you have to pay attention to the, uh, the fine details of all the other things that we've been talking about that all of a sudden get thrown under the rug when all of a sudden it's like, oh my God, they're going to arrest Donald Trump. Yeah. If they arrest Donald Trump, they just basically created a civil war. And I hate to say it like that. Yeah, it would be nasty. I could imagine. Some people are going to move in that direction. I'm not. We're not. This, this the whole group right here. Nobody's going to do that. But I'm telling you, they're going to create that. And my honest opinion with Donald Trump and, and the, the stuff that he's been putting out in his true social yeah, is drop the Ron DeSantis shit. Uh, Ron, yeah. Well. This, this thing in the backdrop between them basically producing this divide and Ron's going to be his running mate. But um, it, it's honestly, it, it looks egotistical. It looks egomaniacal. Just let it go. Like... You know, talk politics, talk policy. You know, that that's what I would be doing. But 
I don't know. But Trump did call for national protests. This was quite interesting, huh? It really was, and I'm surprised. I'll be honest with you. Oh, hold on one second. I, I did that wrong. Hey, everybody. I did that wrong. I was trying to share my screen. But uh, I wanted to bring this up here. There we go. And we can actually put me and you in the sides like that. You're All right. Trump actually calls part. for a national protest after spokesperson spokesman reveals illegal leaks. They're killing our nation. And he's absolutely right. They are killing our, our nation. And mm -hmm. he came out and said, protest, protest, protest. Now, he's not calling for illegal protests or anything like that. And actually, what we've seen from this, Vince, is thousands of people in New York City already lining up, which yep. is a good thing. I think that they need to get out there. They need to be verbal. We need to bring back the Trump rallies. They, you know, they need to drive 30 miles yep. long worth well, of, of cars with Trump flags through New York City is what they need to do. That would be great. I think something on a large, 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 large scale would be amazing. The inevitability of inflation always worries me. Mm -hmm. Like right now, I think there's Antifa and FBI people protesting when I look at right. it. Right. That worries me, but. Well, it doesn't worry me because you know what? I, I trust people can use discernment and judgment to know, understand when a situation is potentially dangerous, right? So not only that, is you know what was interesting and, and people I saw some people putting this out there is that if you go to the cue boards December 17th 2019 where it says first arrest yeah it's published twice double hmm. yeah two arrests two arrests now think about this in the sense of two arrests here you go here Breaking leak, Georgia prosecutors considering RICO and conspiracy charge against Trump over his efforts to challenge the 2020 election. So now we got New York City and Georgia. Mm -hmm. Listen, if, if Trump committed crimes, the guy would already be in jail. Understand that. Like, he went through hell as president. They would have took him out last year if they could approve something. I mean, yeah, you have Michael Cohen, which is a known liar who's already committed perjury, been charged with it, is like their top witness. It's I mean, hunt. come on. It's the same witch hunt they've been trying since the beginning and always failed. Yep. And then uh, Eric Adams, the mayor of New York City, is addressing uh, the New York City Security Council, saying if Trump is indicted, they are monitoring social media for anything that potentially occurs. Oh, and this was from uh, um, Paul Sperry. You know, he was saying this earlier. Is that Hill sources say Democratic Rep. Daniel Goldman of Manhattan, who prosecuted the first Trump impeachment and has been bragging to reporters about sabotaging D GOP investigations of the Bidens, have privately consulted with the Manhattan DA Elvin Bragg over indicting Trump. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> this is someone's, you know, this is going to be the shortest lived congressman in history. Michael Cohen, former legal advisor, calls Cohen a convicted perjurer, reveals how grand jurors reacted to his testimony. Yeah. This is Robert Castillo on Monday attacked his ex-client in front of the Manhattan courthouse. He appeared before the Manhattan grand jury investigating the Trump so-called hush payment to Stormy Daniels. January, the Manhattan district attorney's office revived the criminal investigation 
and the Trump's hush payments to porn star Stephanie Clifford, a.k.a. Stormy Daniels, and elevated the case from a misdemeanor to a felony. Trump has been accused of paying Daniels, Daniels hush money through his then-attorney Michael Cohen in a scheme to silence her and stop the story about their alleged affair from being published in the National Enquirer. The funny thing is, is Trump knows the owner of the National Enquirer and wouldn't need to do any of that. It, the National Enquirer would never have published that unless Trump gave him permission. Costello said he appeared before the grand jury to set the record straight since Michael Cohen is a pathological liar. Costello blasted Michael Cohen as a convicted perjurer in his remarks to reporters in New York. Recall Michael Cohen was previously sentenced to 36 months in prison for lying to Congress, campaign finance violations, tax evasion charges related to his taxi medallion business. Michael Cohen is far from solid evidence. One reporter asked Castillo, he thinks he convinced the grand jury against indicting Trump. Castillo said he doesn't know, but he saw a few jurors shaking their heads. Yes, agreeing with the assertion that Michael Cohen is a liar. Interesting. And, you know, the, the hush money payments, it's mm -hmm. not illegal to pay somebody off like that. Right. Um. The problem that they're saying is that this interferes with the election because he was doing it to stop from the election. But as well, we know, because this after he paid her off before the election, yes. this goes in the trial between Stormy, Michael Avente, Avente, and Donald Trump, and Trump wins. And it's showing that nothing happened. And she was actually was there an echo? No. Oh. And she, Stormy Daniels, was actually ordered by the court to pay Donald Trump $350,000 in legal fees. Mm -hmm. So I, my, my understanding, too, was that the way she, Stormy, got the money was Trump was charged by his lawyer X amount of dollars, whatever, 100-something thousand. Mm -hmm. And in his taxes, it was marked up as legal fees. And his yep. lawyer transferred the money to her. So they're saying that he's bullshitting. On, it's not legal fees, it's hush money. And they're trying well, yeah, to get him on that. That was the thing, like, is that he gave Michael Avente the money for legal fees, and then Michael Avente paid Stormy Daniels. What's who cares? Yeah. Not, not <laughs> Trump's concerned what he does with the money <laughs> afterwards. Yeah. That's such a bogus charge. But, but what is this all about? Why are they now, all of a sudden now, the the... the Ides of March. I think. Right? Yeah. The first day of spring. Yeah. Happy spring. Yeah. The first day of spring. Why all of a sudden this full-on attack on Trump, on Putin, on it's, G? It's for the election and it's for the world domination. Well, what happened last week? What? Remind me. SVB? Silicon Valley Bank? The beginning of the bank collapse. First yeah. signature bank? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Credit Suisse this week? Mm. Oh, yeah. Okay. So this is the real story that they're not telling you guys. And you have to understand that right now with the Federal Reserve and the U.S. Treasury and the White House, it is panic. Mass frigging panic. Okay? Oh, because yeah. they are in a conundrum, a quandary. I think that works. So U.S. Regular, regulators sells failed signature bank assets to another lender. U.S. banking regulators have struck a deal to sell the most of the assets of the failed signature bank to another institution, the agency said on Sunday. Signature bank was seized by the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation a week ago after it imploded in the wake of the Silicon Valley Bank 
collapse earlier in March. The FDIC is also seeking a similar deal to sell off parts of SVB. Flagstar Bank and subsidiary of New York Community Bank Corps will take over all the all the deposits in some loan portfolios portfolios of Signature Bank, they said in a statement. Signature Bank held deposits of $88.6 billion as of December 31st, 2022, adding that the bank's 40 branches would undergo a Flagstar would, uh, would open under Flagstar on Monday. About $60 billion in loans and $4 billion in deposits related to Signature's bank digital banking business will remain under regulatory control for now. Okay. So that's one thing that we're seeing happening. So Signature Bank, first Signature Bank. Oop, went the wrong way. Sorry. Credit Suisse chairman points social media storm as one of the reasons for its collapse. Last autumn, we had social media storm and this in, had huge repercussions. You notice that they're blaming social media for what's happening. Yes. SVB came out and blamed social media for the run on the banks. Credit Suisse. Social so media. bogus. They did. Yep. But what happened to Credit Suisse? Well, the same thing that's happening to all banks. They have bad assets and they're underwater with their assets. So this is where it gets crazy. And I'm going to talk about this here in a second, but let me kind of align the situation first. We have a crisis economically globally. Number one is inflation is incredibly high. Inflation is high because there's a lot of money in circulation. Okay. Um, typically what happens is when you have high inflation, you have these cycles, credit cycles and debt cycles is that you go into a debt cycle, basically reaccumulating all the inflated currency that was put out there during the credit cycle. And you got to bring it back in. And you got to eliminate it. One of the ways that you do this is by raising rates, the bank rates. Okay. You make it harder to borrow money make it harder to get access to money. At the same time, is you increase the incentive to put money into banks in the get it out of circulation or to put it in the bonds or these types of instruments. When the Federal Reserve came out, and I was saying this a year ago, when they came out and started raising interest rates, they weren't raising, the banks weren't raising the savings rate, which incentivizes you to pull money out of circulation, not spend it, and put it in the banks. They are also not pulling money out of circulation. Okay. When yes. you're trying to reduce the rate without pulling money out of circulation, the interest rate is going to stay high because inflation is going to stay high because you're not reducing the circulation of money. The same amount of money is still in circulation if you're not pulling it out. So they messed up and they messed up on purpose because everything that you're seeing now was coordinated. And I, I watched, quite a few different economic, uh, economic professionals and financial professionals. I was watching Gregory Manorino. I was watching Robert Kiyosaki talking to Dr. Kirk Elliott. I I'm watching a few other guys that I've never heard of before on, on YouTube. And every single one of them said exactly the same thing that I've been saying. This is about bank centralization, the big banks centralizing power by eliminating all of the smaller banks, Okay. Same thing that happened in 1929. You remember our discussions from last week mm -hmm. and then paving the way for digital currency, CBDCs. Why? Because those top 10 banks already have the infrastructure in place. They're already in compliance with ISO 2000, 
uh, 22, they're already in compliance with all the measures set forth by the central banks to integrate central bank digital currencies. Now all of the banks, all of the, the globalists have to do is centralize all assets into these few banks and they don't care who they hurt on the way. Okay. And once they have all the assets centralized in these few banks, they own the world. Now it's just a transference of wealth away. They collapse the markets, the money transfers to the ultra wealthy, the middle class and the poor get incredibly poor. And now they become dependent on these big banks. Digital currencies are introduced and you live in a tyrannical 1984 totalitarian economic system. That's the whole point of all of this. And here's the thing. As it was happening, we were calling bullshit directly to the banks. Bullshit. Exactly no. And we went and started pulling money out of the banks because that's how freaking informed we are. And that scared the living shit out of them. It wasn't just the small regional banks that were getting money pulled out. It was the big banks. And they got scared. And what happened when they got scared, Vince? We're going to go arrest Donald Trump. We need a distraction. <laughs> We're going to put an arrest warrant out for Vladimir Putin. We need a distraction. Yeah, there's definitely not a shortage of those. I kind of have a theory that came to me just now mm -hmm. um, with the Trump thing. What if it's not a distraction per se in that regard? I guess still it could be classified as that. But what if it's actually like I'm trying to think what's the actual origin of this news that broke didn't it come from trump I'm no it was leaked online by someone in the, the da's office is what mm -hmm. i got out of it i'd like to confirm because what, what's your what theory? If, my theory is that it's put out there by trump and his people in order to get it out of the way now so it's not in the way later when he's trying to get elected well i think trump's incredibly connected in the the new york system new york city systems and so i think it was a legitimate leak that came out that was saying this it was all over mainstream media liberal news media were were saying it before anybody else so i, I don't think that this was trump who came out there and, and said this he was reacted to it obviously yeah but going back we have to understand that this is when they expend ammunition is that we were pulling our monies out of the banks and causing the system to collapse faster than they wanted to, and it was not in their control. This is exactly what I've been saying we should do, is utilize that methodology. Hey, this is our list of demands, motherfuckers. If you guys don't like this, we're going to go to the banks and we're pulling all our money out. We're no longer paying on our debt, and we're not paying our taxes. And you do that to 20, 30, 40 million people, and guess what happens? What do you guys want? We'll do it. Whatever you want, we'll do it because they cannot allow the system to collapse unless it's on their terms. So what just happened? They realized the power that we have by, by taking over the idea, the domain of information, right? They realized this. And so we're sitting here going, we're pulling our money out. We're pulling our money out and the banks are already illiquid as in the banks don't yeah. have liquidity. If, if the banks have deposits, which are liabilities, right? And their assets are loans and bonds and the bonds are all upside down more than the positive net flow of the loans. And so that means that they have double liabilities, deposits and bonds. That means they don't have cash to put out there. They're illiquid. We've been in a liquidity crisis since March of 2020. Yeah. Okay. The amount of cash they have in comparison to what they have written down or digitally written mm -hmm. is 
minuscule. So imagine if everybody withdrew even just a percentage of their money in pot gold, especially very wealthy people, they couldn't even do that. I mean, they run out of money so quickly. It's actually kind of scary. It is kind of scary. And so for everybody out there, this right here is incredibly important. This came out yesterday. Coordinated central bank action to enhance the provision of U.S. dollar liquidity. I got to thank Lolo for sending this over to me because she saw it before I did. But once I saw it, I immediately went and looked and I'm like, uh-oh, do you know what this means? No. So let me explain this. The Bank of Canada, England, Japan, European central banks, the mm -hmm. Federal Reserve, and the Swiss National Bank today are announcing a coordinated action to enhance the provision of liquidity via the standing U.S. dollar liquidity swap line arrangements. To improve the swap line's effectiveness in providing the U.S. dollar funding, the central banks provide all currently offering U.S. dollar operations have agreed to increase the frequency from a seven-day maturity operation from weekly to daily. Okay. Starts today. Okay. few things. Enhance the provision of liquidity, okay, and provide U.S. dollar funding. Y you know what they're doing? They're pumping money. They're printing money and pumping it back into the market because there's no liquidity. They're just so creating more money and trading it, handing it from one hand, one bank to another or what? I mean, OK, follow me here. We have hyperinflation due to too much money in circulation. The last year that they were fighting inflation by increasing the interest rates, which drove up the inflation and cost of goods and services and reduce the buying power of the dollar, okay? They messed up and didn't take money out of circulation. They produced bad bond assets for the banks, okay? And basically, it manipulated the economy, the job numbers, the CPI numbers, the DPI, all these numbers yep. for the last year, year and a half, lying yep. to the American public just to stabilize the markets in a manipulated fashion, okay? But we've been in what's known as a liquidity crisis, which means that there's not enough money to loan out to people. So even if they wanted to, they don't have free capital because of the banking restrictions to loan money out to businesses, corporations, governments, or whoever needs it. So during COVID, the Federal Reserve was printing $100 trillion of liquidity each, or sorry, over a 180-day cycle. 100 trillion and that was pumped in okay that's a lot of cash flow now that doesn't go on the u.s balance sheets that doesn't go on the u.s debt sheets that was just liquidity and glenn beck actually has those numbers so if you want to think about how bad our, our money is actually inflated it hasn't even hit home yet but basically what the banks just said here is that we have hyper we have inflation it's out of control we can't stop it because if we so remember last week I was telling you that the banks finally increased the savings rate, the four and 6% yeah. too late. Okay. So they're trying to stop inflation, but guess what? Here's the problem. If you fight inflation, quantitative easing, these types of things, you're going to lose jobs. Yeah. Okay? You're going to lose jobs. You're going to pull money out of circulation. So this means businesses will go under and banks will go under. Businesses will fail, banks will fail, and you will sink into an economic depression. Okay? So they know if they keep on increasing rates, you're going to have massive economic decline. We're going to go into depression, and we're entering an election year. You can't have that in an election year. You can't be in the middle of a freaking depression in an election year. It just doesn't work that way.
So there's the other solution is they have CBDCs sped up. They're getting them pushed out as fast as possible. They're going to make that transition here soon. It's going to be the savior. Hey, we're so sorry. We don't know what happened. How about this? We got a new system. We're just going to integrate it overnight. Okay. We know that that was coming down the road, but this is the way it looks like. We tried to fight inflation and it wasn't working. We have to stimulate the economy. Well, there's two things here. There's a, there's a slow kill and there's a fast kill. The fast kill is in, in, continuing to increase rates and allowing the markets to decline over time. And eventually the market's going to collapse. We're going to go into a depression. Businesses are going to fail. Banks are going to fail. And there's nothing that we can do because that's how capitalism works. And that's how capitalism is supposed to work. It's supposed to be survival of the fittest. If you have the best products, if you have the best services, you will survive in those tough times. If you make good financial decisions, you will survive. If you're not, if you're, if you have bad assets, you make bad financial decisions. If you don't have good products and services, you won't survive. That's freaking capitalism. But what happened last week, SVB and First Signature getting bailed out and Janet Yellen literally said it literally said it. It says, we bailed them out because we saw that there was a significant impact on the U.S. economy if we did not. And then the congressman asked her, would you do this to the other banks, like the regional banks in Oklahoma? And she says, no, we wouldn't. We won't bail them out. And we can't because there's no more money to bail them out with. Okay? True. So the, slow, the, fa the fast kill is keep on increasing interest rates. By the way, the FOMC meeting with the Federal Reserve is this week where they're going to say 0.5 point increase or 0.5% decrease. It's most likely going to be hoorah, hoorah, we're beating inflation 0.5 or a 50 basis point decrease. I'm telling you, it's going to surprise everything. Markets are going to skyrocket. Don't be fooled. But so that's the slow kill. The, 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 or that's the fast kill. The long kill is pump money back into the market. Keep on pumping money back into the market. Pump the liquidity back into the market, okay? When they start pumping the liquidity back into the market, this is going to debase the value of the dollar. So you're fighting inflation at one point, then you're debasing the value by pumping more money. This produces a state of hyperinflation of our currency to where we are going to go to Venezuelan, Zimbabwe, eras of how our money is going to be represented. Okay. And this is going to be slowly over the next three to six months will kill the dollar. Here's the thing, fighting the interest rates, the way they've been doing just killed the economy, except they didn't tell you. And they bailed two of the banks out. Every single bank is underwater. Every single bank is holding toxic, bad debt assets. They have bonds that are sitting at 1%, 2%, 0.5%. Bond prices right now are paying out 45 5.5%. Nobody wants to buy a bond paying a half a percent when I can go out there and buy a, a one-year or 10-year treasury bond that's paying 5%. So you can't sell these bad debts. The only one the person's going to buy them is the Federal Reserve, of which they just bought $800 billion worth the other day back from these toxic banks. And you're going to ask yourself, where did they get the $800 billion for those bonds to buy it? They're not cash heavy. They printed it out of thin air, put it into the circulation. We are heading towards a crisis of hyperinflation. But what they're going to do is they're going to give you the illusion that everything is fine. Everything is great. Everything is dandy. You don't worry because 
there's two parts to this centralization of banking assets and the okay. second part is transference of wealth from the middle and poor classes to the ultra extreme wealthy this is the next stage they're going to come out there and say hey the economy is great we got liquidity flowing business is good people are going to go back out there start spending money rates are going to come down people are going to get in the houses do you know that we're at an all-time high in the last two decades for loan default rates i didn't know that Hey, they're going to come out and tell you, oh, things are hunky-dory and everything's great and the economy's, I created 10 billion new jobs. I'm Joe Biden. Ha ha. Vote 2024. Like, this is what's literally happening right now. Okay? Yeah, truly. And so I, I want to do a plug right now for, for Dr. Kirk Elliott, guys. And this, I, I'm telling you right now, if you haven't hit his team up, go and hit them up. Um, I think I actually have one where you guys, yep, right there. If you look on the screen right now, you can uh, hit that QR code with your phone and that'll take you directly to getgoldtoday.com. You can also give them a call 720-605-3900. But if you just scan that QR code, it'll open up the website. You go down to the bottom and there's a form. If you don't see the form, there's an email address right at the bottom. It's schedule at um, Kirk Elliott, PhD.com. Okay. Some on some browsers that form doesn't come up, please email them, contact them, let them know you came from red pill, call them at that number 720-605-3900. You can leave a message tonight. Talk to him. Okay. I'll put this up again towards the end of the show, but we are entering into a financial crisis right now in this country. And listen, what they want is they want absolute chaos. Okay? I believe that. Ordo ab chao. Anybody know what ordo ab chao means? Oh, order out of chaos. That's right. It, it's, it's an old saying in Latin that came from various other secret societies. This means specifically that they who create the chaos control the impending order. They who control the chaos control the pending order. Why? Because chaos is simply a system reorganizing itself to a new state or optimization of order. We are in that right now. The name of this show, the first arrest, civil unrest. Why? They want to spark a civil war. Imagine this for a minute. Imagine Donald Trump gets arrested tomorrow. Okay. Donald Trump gets arrested tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Okay. There is, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not calling for it. I'm not taking part in it. Please DHS. I want nothing to do with you. People are going to get pissed off. People are going to get armed. People are going to riot. Okay. It's going to happen. This is exactly what they want. Antifa is on standby. Okay. Oh yeah. No doubt. They are going to turn this into a shitstorm of civil unrest. And they're going to blame it on the right, right before a 2024 election period. Okay? This is going to cause massive animosity between red and blue states, between the federal government and red states. Oh, yeah. This is the level of chaos they want. Because, Vince, this is the beautiful part for them. Because now you can let the system fail. Now you can let the economy fail. And you can blame it on the civil unrest and the interferences the impedances into the market because of the protests, because of the riots, because of the unrest. 
This is what they will do. And they'll blame it all on the right because that's the level of projection that they come about. But what, if the civil unrest does happen, that is what you that is your sign right there. Markets are going to crash within two to three weeks. Boom. Know it. If we have protests and civil unrest come out, stay in your home. Prepare. We have red pill preppers yeah. every Sunday. I was only we we're only going to do that every month. Once a month. Oh, really? We're doing it every Sunday right now. And the reason we're doing it every Sunday, and in this last Sunday, we talked about um herbs, healing herbs, all different types of herbs to put in your garden. What <coughs> excuse me, what they're good for. Next week, we're going to talk about a few different topics, but one of them is going to be home defense. What to go out, what to buy to defend yourself and your family and your property in your home. How to look up different laws, where to look up these different laws, how to get a concealed carry permit. Okay. What you should do, the type of people, the type of gun ranges you should go to, the type of, uh, you know, groups that you should collaborate with, community organization. These are the most important parts that we're talking about right now because it's going to be your neighbors. It's going to be. Uh, yeah, it's going to be your neighbors. It's going to be the people around you who are going to support and substantiate you. Okay. If this all comes crashing down, I've said this before, let's just say the economy collapses and crashes and all banks go offline. You can't, you can't go to a store and swipe a debit or a credit card. No, absolutely Guarantee not. You'll be able to use Bitcoin though. Okay. But what does that mean? It means cash is king. I think Vince froze up there. We'll wait for Vince to reconnect. That means that cash becomes king. Okay? So if cash becomes king, have some cash. I would say, if you can, three months worth of food and bills in cash at your house in a safe. Okay? Diversify your investments. Gold and silver. If you have a gold and silver IRA and you are putting money into a gold and silver IRA that's going into a repository, also have, I would say, dollars $1,000, $5,000, $10,000 worth of gold and silver at your frigging house in your safe next to your cash. Okay? Have some cryptocurrency. Be versatile in your cryptocurrency. Have a little bit of coin. Have a little bit of Ethereum. Have some Cardano. Have a little bit of each. And you don't need that much. Maybe a few hundred dollars worth. Maybe $200 worth of Bitcoin. $200 worth of ETH. The reason I say that is because when Venezuela collapsed, guess how people weren't using cash because the cash was worthless because of hyperinflation. People were using frigging Bitcoin. Okay? Because electricity was still on. The phone still worked. So I want everybody to understand that this is a high level of preparation that we need to start looking at. And so I'll put this back up there again, Dr. Kirk Elliott, getgoldtoday.com, 720-605-3900. You can also hit that QR code that is on your screen right there. And for anybody else out there who is wondering of other things that you sh you should need to do or want to do to prepare, if you're thinking about getting like long-term food storage, these types of things, you can check out my Patriot supply and you guys can hit that little uh, QR code right there. That's a six month food supply. They have the three month food supply right here. You guys can just hit those QR codes, but if you want to visit their website without hitting that QR code, all you do is go to redpills.tv slash Patriot. 
redpills.tv slash patriot and go out there and get your emergency food supply. They got tons of other goodies out there as well. Um, I don't have any affiliations for ammo or guns or anything like that. Potentially I will in the future. And if I do, I'm going to bring that out there. But if you're looking for a place to buy guns and ammo legally and cheaply, there's two different websites you want to go to. Okay. One is called cheaperthandirt.com. Cheaperthandirt.com. Great prices on ammunition. Just be careful because you get a lot of people who are making their own ammo there that are selling and you can get some bad ammo. So make sure you buy a little bit first, test it out, shoot a box of it before you go buy bulk because you can buy 500, 1,000, 2,000 rounds at a time on these websites. The other one is Bud's Gun Shop. Just type it into Google, budsgunshop.com. And they got some great deals out there as well. So take that into consideration, guys. I'm going to drop uh, the um, my Patriot Supply. I'll put uh, put these links back up later as well as we move forth. Oh, water. For anybody out there, water. Water purification system. This is my Patriot Supply's Alexa Pure Pro water filtration system. If you live by a water source, if you live by a water source and you need a way to filter it, you can go on here, you can get the Alexa Pure, buy a few extra filters. They last for like 25,000 gallons, I think. But have a way to have access to clean water. It's not necessarily the access to water, it's the access to clean water, okay? So that's right there as well. And you can also find these on, on redpills.tv slash Patriot. Uh, but I, I'm, you know, and I'm sorry I'm passionate about this, guys, but this is happening. The, the, yeah. They have a plan. Uh-huh. I mean, There's this is one of the things I spend a lot of my time thinking about. You know, I, I do these shows. I do other things. I work on my house. I go fishing once in a while. But then other than that, I'm prepping. I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. I'm looking for things. I'm, you know, shopping around. This stuff's very important. I don't blame you one bit, man. Right. And, and so not only that is now look at the geopolitical situation. The U.S. just announced more weapons for Ukraine. Washington will pull artillery shells and rockets from its own stockpiles to bolster Kyiv's military. $350 million worth of military aid. Then you got these, these war hawks out there, Mike Pompeo. Yeah. We've yeah. got to protect and defend Ukraine. Lindsey Graham, we need to destroy Russia. Putin needs to be assassinated. Like, yeah, calling for regime changes. And it's. I saw you point that out, man, and it is both wings of the same bird. Want this it absolutely so bad. is. So here's the thing. Ukraine lost Bakhmet. Okay? Russia annihilated them. Russia is going to continue to annihilate them. Now, interestingly enough about all of this, you, you want to you put some things together? Oh, I've been waiting. <laughs> I've been waiting for this moment. Do you remember yeah. a few weeks ago when I pulled out the article that the Joe Biden administration warned China? They warned China. If you aligned yourself militarily with Russia, we are going to release intelligence. On that same day, the Department of Energy released information linking China to the COVID Wuhan lab and the COVID outbreak. And there was a classified report. And I said, watch, that classified report will come out at a specific time blaming China, solely China, for the COVID-19 
outbreak. That COVID-19 outbreak will be linked directly to China and the countries and the nations of the world, at least in the Western world, will start attacking China financially saying that you owe us reparations for the COVID-19 pandemic, as well as a series of sanctions to hurt them economically. But what's the truth? What did Joe Biden do today? He is declassifying. He signed the executive order to declassify all the information. Why? What else happened today? Who met in Russia? (laughs) Xi. Xi Jinping and Vladimir Putin met today in Russia on the same exact day that Joe Biden goes out there and signs that freaking document releasing all this classified information on the lab leak. Why? Because the, the damn thing wasn't created in the Wuhan lab. It was created in a U.S. lab in Chapel Hill, North Carolina, and then taken to two places. One, Ukraine into the bio labs there, and two, Wuhan Institute of Technology or Virology in China. The Chinese government was looking at it while we were also developing genetically targeted strains of it in Ukraine. China did not release it. Why would China release this f***ing virus or whatever the hell you want to call it, bioweapon, on their own people? Like, why wouldn't they just give it to some dude in a vial and say, fly to Brazil, go throw it in the middle of the street, like, go to Brazil and go go dump it on a dog. Like, it is the dumbest idea in the world to think that China's like, oh, we're just going to drop this in a wet market off 100, 100 feet from the freaking laboratory that was containing it with U.S. officials in there with Anthony Fauci, Bill Gates, all of them, Peter Daszak, Eco Health Alliance, all of them over there working on it. We're going to dump this virus right out. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Well, you know, someone got infected. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. This was intentionally leaked at that point in time. And China took harsh, strict measures against it because they were scared to freaking death of it. You remember there was people dropping dead in the streets? Remember they were going in and taking people at gunpoint? Why? Mm -hmm. Because it was a genetically targeted bioweapon that was released in China towards the Chinese people. That's why they had to curb it so fast. But they started releasing them all around the world. And now they're coming back and they're going to blame it on China. I don't know if China did this or not. I doubt China released it 100 yards from the damn laboratory that was holding it on their own people. That would be one of the dumbest moves ever in any military or economic strategy. Okay? On top of that, Biden declassifies this today. I guarantee you when those documents come out, what they're going to say is that this came directly from China Wuhan Institute of Virology, and it was done intentionally by the Chinese Communist Party. That is an act of war against the Western nations. But the Western nations say, we're going to be diplomatic about it. You just have to pay us a whole bunch of money, and we're going to put sanctions on you until you do. Do you want to know who the Western nations also did that to? Russia. Go back even further. Uh. Spoil it for me. Who? Germany. World War One. At the end of World War One, the Western nations aligned and said, hey, Germany, you have to give up all of this land, Austria, all this land, Austria, so forth, right? Not only that, is we're putting sanctions on your exports, and you have to pay back this $10 trillion, of which is the debt amassed by the Western nations fighting you in World War One. What did that cause in Germany? What did it cause? Yep. 
It was Nazis, National Socialism. It allowed mm. for Adolf Hitler to rise up the powers in the ranks to capture the hearts and the minds of the people by telling them that we should not have to live under Western domicile rule of these various different sanctions, that they are starving our people, they're killing our people, they won't let us export anything like that. We are Germans, we are bigger and better than them. We're going to go out there and we're going to have a battle with them. We're going to go for a war with them. And it all started with Russia, Right? Western expansion. So this is exactly what the Western nations are doing specifically to China. They're going to alienate China financially, economically, with sanctions and with reparations. Guarantee the United States or the International Criminal Court or the United Nations are going to come out there and say, yeah, China, you were at fault. You need to pay for this. And they're going to hold them responsible. Half the world, or a little less than half, as of now. Well, it doesn't matter if it's if it's half, if it's a quarter. It just matters that the United States of America is the ones that are going to be leading this, and this is nothing more than economic warfare and one big farce. It's absolute garbage and bullshit. It's not true. We know the truth. The truth is that the National Institute's of health, the NIAID has been developing this level of technology, a bioweapon gain of function research for well over two decades that the original research on this novel coronavirus started in 2012, 2013 was patented in 2014. Okay. And was in us bio labs before it ever got to China. So we have to understand that the United States is the one who's caused this problem. But they can't take the blame for it. And the information is coming out that they did it. Everybody's going. Remember, remember yeah. Rand Paul and everybody pointing the finger at the Fauci and all of a sudden Fauci's yeah. out knocking on people's doors, trying to get them vaccinated and getting in the earful from people. But we have to understand, we are seeing the unraveling of the global narrative. We are seeing everything come tumbling down the house of cards. And I said, this shit was going to happen. I said that they're going to bring down everything. Truth is going to come to the surface. People are going to start to see for themselves what's really happening in the world, and everything's going to come crashing down. It's at that point of crash that both sides become vulnerable, the good people and the bad people. They all become vulnerable. It's at that point that the globalists, with their wide-reaching resources, come in, scoop up as the savior, and save humanity, and implement a system of you owning absolutely fucking nothing and them controlling all the land, all the resources, all the governments, all the financial instruments of the world. That's where we're headed to. And it's we don't have to wait to 2030 for it to happen. It's going to be over within less than two years from now. That's how fast this is coming. Implemented, you mean? Yep. Right. Well, how about the, look at this. Another, another, another executive order or another uh, bill that Joe Biden didn't sign today. There's literally a bipartisan bill passed by Congress with Democrat support, passed by the Democrat Senate that goes to Joe Biden's desk and and, and he vetoes it. He vetoed it. Both the GOP-controlled House and the Democrat-controlled Senate voted last Wednesday to send the bill to Biden's desk. Democrat Senator Joe Manchin and John Tester joining Republicans and imposing the Biden administration's policy. And what is this? To having your retirement funds invested into ESG. You should have a say of where your retirement funds are. 
The woke industrial complex scored a win on Monday after President Biden issued his first veto since taking the office, rejecting a bill that would have reversed the Labor Department rule permitting fiduciaries to consider environmental, social, and governance factors when making investment decisions for retirement portfolios. He said this bill would risk your retirement savings by making it illegal to consider risk factors MAGA House Republicans don't like. Okay, let, let's let's take this into consideration. Joe Biden should have no authority to dictate this bill whatsoever. Why? Because he's financially invested in ESG companies. Yeah. Bodai Capital from China, of which the Biden family owns well over 30% of the company, is invested in environmental, social, and government investment businesses, including lithium-ion, rare earth mineral, and uh, solar panel development, which means that Joe Biden's family would lose money if this bill went into effect. By vetoing the bill, he's ensuring that his stock price stays up. By investing your money. Bullshit. It's also bullshit that not one person in Congress or Senate has mentioned that. Has has even mentioned that. Or even proposed a fucking bill to stop that from happening. Hey, Congress, we're going to propose a bill. The bill goes up and says, hey, if the president has any family businesses that have financial interests on something that we're debating, then the bill has to go in front of a different executive committee in order for approvals. Just like if, if like if a bill was sent to limit the number of hotels built in the United States and it went to Donald Trump's desk. Right. Don't you think that they would have a little problem? The Democrats would have a problem with oh, yeah. Donald Trump vetoing that bill. Yeah. It's no different sure. from what's happening here. Not at all, dude. This is mad madness. And you make a really good point that nobody stood up to say anything about this. People are just asleep, man. Well, Both 17 of members aisle. of Joe Biden's administration, from advisors on up, are with who? BlackRock. Oh. Former BlackRock. Oh, all yeah. Driving ESG to the heart. Mm hmm. This is this veto was fucking quid pro quo up the ass. Absolutely. Not good. Oh my goodness. I get so heated sometimes, well, man. Well, it, it's our money that's going into these things. If you if you have a 401k with your business, they're deciding on what they're investing in. And guess what? They're not picking things that aren't performing well. They're putting all their money in ESG crap that are getting all the funding from the government and they're putting money in Joe Biden and his family's pocket uh, and their own pocket. But yeah. Well, you know you know what my problem is, Vince? What? I'm going to show Roxy's message here. They are not asleep, Vince. They are competent. They are complicit. She meant to say complicit. They are complicit. They have investments in ESG as well. And I agree with that, but this did pass both the House and the Senate. But to see the reason they're not saying it is because they weren't able to go and short the stocks before the bill got vetoed. <laughs> but you're absolutely right. I didn't know I could share the comments. That's that's kind of cool. I can only share anybody who's on D Live or Facebook, apparently. Nice. Oh, I can I can throw it up. No comments will okay. New comments will display here. Oh, that's kind of cool. I, I I guess we're using, you know, I guess we're going to use Restream from now on. Look at this. <laughs> boom, boom. 
Comments are coming up. Electronic social governance. Is that what I said? ESG. Environmental no, social governance. Okay. I'm reading comments. <laughs> now, do you want to know why I think that Trump's actually going to have an arrest warrant? Why? Because of this stuff. The barricades that are going up. They are taking action like never before right now in New York City, preparing for protests. And people have already started formulating out there. We can come on here to Twitter. That dude, that dude looks not, he does not look like a Trump person. I don't know, man. And people you wouldn't even imagine out there holding don't tread on me flags. Imagine that. And by the way, as, as ironic as it is, happy 17th birthday, Baron Trump. Oh, wow. Today? Yep. Meanwhile, in Miami, Florida on spring break. Oh. If I was in that car, I would be driving through those people. Dude, this stuff angers me. And I'm weird for not wanting to go out. It's just, this is just horrible. You know, the thing is, is I don't see this in any other countries. Which tells you specifically that this is coming on right now because of social engineering. I believe this so. is the social engineering of society. This is the music industry. This Yo. is the, this is the entertainment industry, movies, TV shows that is fueled this mental insanity within these children's minds to think and act like that. Absolutely. I believe that 100%, dude. If I turned yeah. on my TV one day and I saw my kid on TV doing something like that, I would be running on down to the city to whoop his ass. <laughs> See, my kids, they're not going to do that because my kids know better. My kids are smarter than that. Yeah, these people are just running off instinct, man. And anything you show them, they're going to just react to it. Mm. Oh, scary. I didn't realize I didn't have the volume on. But let's go here. This See, this is France. This is how they do it in France. <laughs> Okay, so that's they're doing more than that too. I heard they were chanting like we've chopped heads once and we'll do it again. So this all came about because Marcon Macron wants to increase the and by the way, he's gonna get it. It's gonna get passed by the parliament. Increase the retirement age from sixty-two to sixty-four. Do you know in the United States they want to raise the retirement age from sixty-two to sixty-eight? I knew that, yeah. yeah. I thought they did. Oh, did they? I thought silently they did. under the radar? Maybe not. Somebody told me they did. I don't know. But isn't that interesting? Like, uh, well, we yeah. just can't afford it. What do you mean you can't afford it? This is France. I saw Elon Musk even go out there and he says, well, it's unsustainable because France can't afford it, so they have to raise the age. 
but then then comes back the taxpayer. I've paid into this every year of my life. You're investing my money at what? 8%, 9% yearly return. You're giving me 3% return, which isn't even matching inflation when I'm 62. You're taking everything off the top. You're spending the money before I even get it. The reason it's not sustainable is because they dip their hand in the cookie jar and spend all the fucking money. Yeah, it's probably taxed too. I don't know how that it works there, but it is here. That's Dublé tax, eh? Dublé tax, eh? That's the official term. Yeah, that's the proper term. Well, that you really know, real? Thomas Jefferson was against Dublé tax, eh? Dublé tax, Is that big Latin? It's Dublé tax. It's Dublé. <laughs> <laughs> doubly, ta- doubly tax, doubly. But no, our founding fathers were highly against double tax. Now, here's the thing: is if you're receiving SSI, you're receiving workers' count, anything like that, that is tax money you've already paid into the system that's coming back to you that you're being taxed on again. Double tax. Doubly taxable, yeah. I like that. I don't. I don't. You know, Roxy. Yes, I know they have a 32-hour work week. I don't care that they have a 32-hour work week. We're about to get 32-hour work weeks here in the United States of America. Did you know that? Don't be uh, thinking anything funny, Vince. I'm not. I never do that. <laughs> yeah, they're about to change the work week here from 40 hours a week to 32 hours a week. And you know what? Good. About freaking time. Which means that if you work 40 hours a week, you're getting six hours of overtime. Now, that's going to suck for those those small businesses, right? But you know what? Maybe the owner has to go back to it. I, I hate to say it like that, but guess what? I think that that's, I don't, I don't mind that. Okay. I think that each employer should determine how many hours is full time. That's fair. I think people could be more efficient with 30, 30, whatever, less than 40 hour work weeks. Yeah. You think people will be less efficient? I know. I think they could be more efficient. Oh, they're highly more efficient. Yeah. I mean, it's, um, there, there's actual studies done on this. Uh, the efficiency of uh, uh, four-hour-a-day workdays, of 32-hour work weeks. Uh, the four-hour workday is the, one of the most efficient. People get so much more done. And, you know, we're, we're entering an era where unless you're working like one of those physical labor jobs or you're working some skilled labor or licensed labor, if you're working kind of like where this job transition market's going to, you typically work about four hours a day, four or five hours a day. And most people are, are okay with that and, and getting paid for that when they're working for some type of employer. So just keep that out there. But I don't, you know, in France, I don't think it matters that they work 32 hours a week. They got, guess what? They have social benefit programs. Why? Because they're a freaking socialist country. And they said, hey, we can't pay for your retirement at 62, so we're raising it to 64. They're a socialist. Yeah, they pushed it through. Guess what? what? Biden does. Guess what? Socialism doesn't work. Period. France is a perfect example. What happens in socialism when you piss the people off? They do that. They, they burn shit. Yep, they they, they build businesses. Walk in the highway and uh, Renas, Renes. Yep. Okay. I want to go through these real quick. So, guys, we do have uh, what's going on is there's ways that the help the Red Pill Project to support the Red Pill Project. We do. One of those is the battle of streams that occurs between DLive, Rumble, Pilled, and Facebook. RPG3573 donated four ice cream. Thank you so much, RPG. Shannon1313, one ice cream. Thank you so much, Shannon. As well as five lemons. Thanks, Shannon. Uh, Cat24 donated one lemon. X Grits X. 
uh, three ice cream, and then Enlightened Science, three lemons. Thank you so much, Cat X Grits and Enlightened Sciences. Grismo, seven, three lemons. Thank you so much, Grismo. Slumdog, dip to the can. Got to give it to the Democrats, though. They pulled it off and fooled, um, and people still fooling dumb people. They absolutely are. I'm going to show you a dumb people in a minute. Uh, thank you so much, Slumdog. Racing Ray, 42, gift of the ship. Always great shows. Thank you so much, Racing Ray. Much appreciated for that. As well as it can. Thank you so much, Racing Ray. The show is like crack cocaine of doom and gloom. Thanks for my fix tonight. Thanks. That's for hilarious. Uh, Steps to Nowhere donated one lemon. Bayonet, one ice cream. Shannon, 1313, 10 lemons. Deslet, one Ninjagini. Thank you so much, Deslet. Shannon, 1313, Bayonet, and Steps to Nowhere. Uh, and then Bayonet, one lemon, and Cat24, two lemon. Thank you so much again, Bayonet and Cat24. Thank you guys for all those donations. And if you guys were interested in, in helping us out as well, is that uh, this is our Cash App that's up in the corner there. You can see that QR code. You can go ahead and donate to us on Cash App. If you need a different app or anything like that, there's there's multiple things we can do. It's right here as well. There's our Cash App. You can also, we have a, a Give, Send, Go campaign. If you guys wanted to, uh, we have a Give, Send, Go campaign that is out there. There's our Give, Send, Go campaign. Uh, it's easy to get to. It's redpills.tv slash go. Just scan those QR codes if you guys ever want to help support us. Much appreciated for everybody who does help us out. Uh, you guys are definitely keeping us alive and well out here because, you know, this is uh, this takes a lot of time and energy. As you, as you can tell, I get really pumped up about this stuff. And I get pumped up because it, it's, it's affecting all of us. It's affecting our world. It's affecting our communities. It's affecting our society. It's affecting everything that we do as human beings. Not only that, it affects our personal relationships. Our it affects our household, our children. This world sure. is crumbling, and it's crumbling not because it should be, but because people are pushing it to a point of instability. And these people are doing that because they want to centralize power, control and resources. Did you see that train flowing through uh, the, the border? Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys see that BNSF train coming to the border with all the, the uh, 18, the 25-year-old males all on board it, and then all of a sudden Chinese migrants are coming over the border in Mexico? Yeah, I heard, I, I heard something about a number of terrorists coming across the border, too. 16 terrorists on the FBI watch list. That's right. 16 terrorists on the FBI watch list crossed the southern border in February alone, according to CP, CDP data. Unreal. And we are being invaded at our southern border. And I said this the other day. Uh, shit, did I say it on a show? or I don't remember where I said it, but I said, let's get 20,000 volunteers. 20,000 volunteers. Let's arm the shit out of ourselves. I will volunteer to go. Okay? I'll volunteer to go. Let's get a let's get a citizen army. Let's go to the border. You posted that. You, yeah, I saw that. And that you want to know something it. funny? I'm not saying we're going to go out there and shoot people. I'm not going to say we're going to do anything like that, unless it's cartel members who will try to kill you out there. But when people start hearing gunshots and bullets flying over their heads, they're not going to come around that border anymore. Just shots across the bow. Just create the the world's largest shooting range right on the border. <laughs> and then everyone go there to practice. That's actually right? not a bad idea. It puts shooting <laughs> burns right on the border instead of a border yeah. wall. Yeah, dude. And it's free discounted bullets. 
<laughs> you could buy and sell guns there. It's a good time. Yep. Camping right next door. <laughs> RV hookups. Oh, man. Genius. All right. Let's go to the, the woke man and Anthony Fauci here. I'm not settled with the information that's been given to us right now. So I'm not going to be lining up taking a shot on a vaccination for something that wasn't clear in the first place. And then you all create a shot in miraculous time. It takes years to but create vaccinations. Well, it, it used to take years. Okay, it used to. It, you it know how you know how many years were invested in this in this approach? About 20 years of science to get us to be able to do it. 20 years is not enough. And nine months is definitely not no. enough for nobody to be taking no vaccination that you all came up with. The only yeah. reason I'm talking to you right now, as close as we are, is that I've been vaccinated. Right. But if it allow thousands of people like you don't get vaccinated, you're going to let this virus continue to percolate in this country and in this world. Something like the common flu then, right? And, uh, not like, not it's like much the more serious flu. than the flu. Though. Well, the flu kills a lot of people annually yeah. too. You know how many people died of the flu the last year? I mean, not this year, virtually none, but the previous year, about 20 to 30,000. You know, how many people have died from COVID-19 in the United States? 600,000 Americans. Well, you, well, that, well the, the number that you all given that died, that's, that's once again, that's you all's number. You gonna pass. Yeah, definitely. Because when, when you start talking about paying people to get vaccinated, when you start talking about incentivizing things to get people vaccinated, there's something else going on with that. Something yeah, else, it, something I, else going it on. It is with something it. going yeah. on. You're right. But I'm glad millions of people like me and most everybody here didn't get an incentive. You know what their incentive was? Protecting their health and protecting the city. Well, but that, I, well, well, I won't keep you okay, anymore. It's okay because my, 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 my incentive, y'all, campaign is about fear. It's about inciting fear in people. You all attack people with fear. That's what this pandemic is. It's a fear. It's fear, this pandemic. That's all it is. He's got to wash his hands. Oh, my goodness. Thank goodness people are well-informed. Uh, you know, they go, they go into the inner cities that try to petition people to get vaccinated by, by giving them money, cash, food, whatever it might be. And that dude stood up and said, get the hell out of my neighborhood. Thank goodness. That's exactly what needs to be done to these fucking tyrants. Yeah, he was very polite. Yeah, he was. I wouldn't be as polite. <laughs> Fauci at my door. All right. Apparently, this news broadcaster is okay, but I'm pretty sure we've already seen the evidence. She's been jabbed. Let's watch it's it. Seven on CBS, streaming on CBS News Los Angeles. I'm Rachel Camp. And I'm Michelle Medina in for Sheba. Who is ready for some sunshine? I know Me. I am. Let's start off with a check of your next weather with meteorologist Alyssa Carlson. She joins us live in the studio. Alyssa, this really is the calm before the storm. Not again. <laughs> no. Oh. You know, we're going to go ahead and go to break right now. Yeah. What does she mean, not again? oh no she's collapsing again oh no oh wait oh shit yeah it's awkward apparently she's still alive it seems to be a stroke but uh you gotta ask yourself why does this keep on happening let's let's check some more videos out here let's check some more vaccine a cdc safety group says the heart condition in adolescent and young adults is linked to the shock cdc now looking into reports of heart problems in young vaccinated teenagers 
Now chest pain, fluttering and heart inflammation are among some of the new side effects announced by the U.S. Centers for Disease Control. Observed in some people who have received the Pfizer and Moderna vaccine. Ending up with inflammation around the heart, causing chest pain and shortness of breath. Myocarditis is noted by the Canadian Pediatric Society as a possible side effect of MRI. Unfreaking believable. We yeah. are in the middle of a fucking genocide. They included the girl who got the jab live on TV when this all started to unfold to the Died first three days later. Yeah. Yep. 29 year old professional uh, profession professor suddenly drops dead while playing basketball on campus. And this is in young math instructor at MIT died suddenly on campus last month while he was playing basketball. Uh, the school is announced. The uh, Peter Baru was on campus basketball court in Cambridge in February 15th when he collapsed. The university offered few details about the incident other than the note that the 29-year-old died suddenly and uh, unexpectedly. <sighs> yeah. Bill Gates' oral vaccine triggers polio outbreak in Africa, according to the National, Emer uh, National Emergency, has been declared. An experimental oral vaccine developed by Bill Gates and Melinda Gates Foundation has triggered a polio outbreak in Burundi, which is paralyzing children, according to local reports. Burundi has now declared a national emergency after confirming the first cases of polio in the country for three decades. Samples have been discovered during the environmental surveillance of wastewater, raising the risk of major outbreak in the country. The children were paralyzed by vaccine-derived polio linked to the new NOPV2 polio vaccine, according to the health officials of the Dem Democratic Republic of the Congo and Burundi and the Global Polio Extraction Initiative, GPEI, funded by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Scary that they get away with this stuff. It's not scary that they get away from with this stuff. It's scary people don't rise up and say, shh, shh, I'm fucking done with this. Like, it's scary that we're in the midst of a genocide, okay, yeah. of humanity. Yeah. Like, take this into account, okay? You, you saw that article today how uh, the United Nations released a study report that uh, in the next 30 years, or the next, uh, by 2030, we could see a 1.5 degrees Celsius increase in Earth's yeah. temperature, which is going to bring about drastic climate change. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to know the problem with that? They've been saying it for decades. This is like three decades in a the row. They've said the exact same thing. Okay. Yeah. And the data just doesn't support it. It's right. Garbage. The data doesn't support it. And I had a video to actually play on that. I don't work. Hold on. I got I got a video I can play on that. All right. I got to find I got to get the video first. One of the biggest scams. Absolutely big scam. And you know what? It's not even a big scam. It's worse than you actually think. Someone I think commented on my show cuz I mentioned this being a huge scam and they said that, well, the 
something along the lines of they've been wrong so many times, but what what about when they're right one time mm. because they modify the weather and things like this? I would assume. Well, no. It, well, not not no, but I, I wanna. How do you look at your reposts? A repost where? On TikTok. Oh, I don't use that. No. I thought I had downloaded the video. Anyways, it was a gentleman talking about climate change. And he's a professional um, climatologist. And he says that, that it is no consensus. This isn't consensus science. This is people who are funded by the globalists and the governments for climate change research that are the ones out there coming to a consensus. Consensus is not science. He says, actually, actually, we are in a, a climate and ecological disaster because of the low amount of CO2 levels. He goes, if you go back to the mid-1800s, okay, our CO2 levels were so low that they were not able to sustain life. Many scientists and researchers say that if we didn't have the Industrial Revolution, we would be extinct by now because CO2 levels are less than 150 150 parts per million, which is at a critical um, stability point for the Earth's ecosystem. He goes, rising, um, rising temperatures on Earth are actually good for the planet. Why are they good for the planet? Because the rising temperatures increase carbon dioxide levels, which is more food for green plants, algaes, yeah. and so forth, which increases the oxygen Generation of the planet, and this goes back to our original theories. Okay, terraforming. Well, uh, terraforming the planet, right? But it also goes back to our theories that mm -hmm. humanity goes through various cycles of evolution within the cyclic nature of our journey around the galaxy, and that these come about through increases and decreases of oxygen content on the planet due to cooling and heating cycles. Of which, when these heating cycles come about. There's an abundance more of oxygen produced because of the increase in carbon dioxide. And because of that abundance of oxygen, it changes us genetically and expands our mind and consciousness. It's been shown in scientific studies that the increase in oxygenation of the brain increases memory, um, aptitude, intelligence, intellect, everything. So just going to put that out there. But guess what? They don't want that to happen. So this builds into that plan that not only are they terraforming the planet, reducing the climatic change to change the environment, but they're also de-evolving us as human beings by missing our natural evolutionary period. You know, I hope people really do enjoy this show. I we think they do. Here, don't we? I do. Uh, Paul Grant, who has roles in the biggest franchise movie ever, Star Wars, dead at mm. age 56. A actor was pronounced dead early Monday after his family ultimately opted to remove him from life support. He had uh, collapsed unexpectedly and was uh, brain dead. I believe he played, uh, what is it, uh, the Ewok dude, right? I don't know what his part was. He was but... a goblin in Harry Potter, Philosopher's Stone, and Ewok in Return of the Jedi. Wow. Little guy. I just want to, we're going to, we're going to, we don't have much time left, but we're going to end this with Scary Joe. Look how scared Joe is. Watch this. Any ration to house you'll be memo about your family feelings, sir? Any ration to house you'll be memo about your family feelings, sir? 
Yes, you're um, revealing that um, Hunter Biden's business associate sent over a million dollars to three of your family members. Any reaction to that report? Do you have any reaction to the Russian jet that took down the U.S. drone, Mr. President? I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I think I just shit myself. <laughs> he stumbles, stumbles back. back. He stumbles backwards. All right. I, I have. We can touch on some of this other stuff tomorrow. Um, let me just make sure that there's nothing. We talked about G. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, NATO NATO has came out and said that they're going to send 300,000 troops to the Russian border in NATO yeah. allied countries uh in the fear that Russia could in uh further progress in the Poland or other European nations. So they're going to be mobilizing getting 300,000 troops ready, NATO. Terrible idea. Dude, it, World War 3 has already started for people who don't understand this. It is already World War 3. Yeah, they're not negotiating, they're not talking peace. They want either to win or they're going to war now negotiations isn't winning now listen to this brics plus we've been spot on with what brics plus was when this was just an economic alliance of five countries we said this is going to grow into a military alliance and that's exactly what happens listen to one country that's on the list to join brics mexico yeah you mentioned this the last week i hadn't even known until about thursday last week and i said I caramba. Not good, dude. Mexico. Venezuela and Mexico. Why? If this turns into a military alliance, which we already know it is, then that is right not good. That is basically the United States and Ukraine at Russia's border. Same damn thing. Cuban Missile Crisis all over again. And most of this stuff we can touch on uh, tomorrow. Uh, did you see that falling debris from what they said was a uh, a breaking up rocket or a breaking up satellite over the sky over California? I didn't know that. That's what they said it was. <sighs> yeah, they came out and uh, said yeah. it was um, a broken up satellite, I think is what they said this was. But it looks eerily familiar to what we saw um, that you saw in Washington State. And by the way, those are really, really big pieces. That's not a rocket. That's not a satellite. Oh, yeah. Whatever that is, is freaking massive. That's like two. Like each one of those is like a freaking school bus. Yeah, that looks like burning debris. Not what I saw here. But I remember seeing videos coming out of Portland that were similar to that uh, yep. three years ago. And I wanted to share this one with everybody here. The comments of this post read like a post-dystopian world after a massive psychological warfare operation. This was scary. She goes, I no longer mask everywhere. I avoid most large gatherings, choose outdoors whenever possible, and assess indoor spaces on a basis of density and ventilation. I also consider date of last booster, Novavax, three weeks ago. I continue the mask on planes and everywhere else I consider higher risk. When you start reading these comments, it is eerily scary. These are people all like, you know, like she's talking, she had a lie to get her third booster. Um, I took my monthly antibody test. I woman's taking monthly uh, antibody tests. Like people are asking, how do I get this vaccine? What, what mask are you using? Oh, you're crazy. Even for demasking in the house. This is just absolutely absurd. I mean, it's really this bad. 
that they've created this, this social dichotomy of society that is traumatized by fear from that psychological warfare operation that had occurred. It's really scary. I, I, I'm curious to how many of those are bots because they are massively outnumbered when you read the ra uh, rational comments as far as the ratio goes of likes. But I think a lot of people are extremely damaged from that, and uh, we're going to have repercussions for decades to come. Yeah. Hey, guys. So if you guys, tomorrow night we have a live Q&A, live Q&A on socialredpill.com, socialredpill.com. Uh, that QR code is right there on the screen right now. That's a live Q&A tomorrow night. It's at 11 p.m. Eastern time after our show. Uh, usually give me about a half an hour to jump on. Pretty easy to find under the events tab, social red pill chat, the Zoom. You can find it there. That's tomorrow night. You can scan that QR code to get on to social red pill. That's our private social network. We have a lot of good times on there. Uh, great people, good friends. Uh, for anybody out there who's uh, interested in helping support us in any way, shape, or fashion, uh, crypto, if you guys do crypto right there, donate crypto to the Red Pill Project, redpills.tv slash send crypto. If you click that little um, QR code, you can send us some cryptocurrency, which is awesome. Much appreciated to help support us. Again, there is the Cash App up in the left-hand corner uh, that will be posted there. And then if you guys wanted to try our Give, Send, Go campaign, givesendgo.com slash go or redpills.tv slash go um, as well as I told you I put Dr. Kirk Elliott's stuff back up there and so Dr. Kirk Elliott right there getgoldtoday.com guys get prepared it is coming down the tube faster than we could ever imagine um, I'm, I'm happy to be American I'm happy to be here with all of you guys fighting through all of this and um, we are entering we are entering the storm, guys. We are we are truly here. It is happening. The globalists are about to do their last stand, and we are about to make our last stand for freedom, for liberty, and for justice. We'll be back with you guys tomorrow. Much love, respect. God bless you guys. Thank you guys for all the donations. Oh, let me read through the last ones that we had. Oh, man, you guys uh, blew it up here. Uh, Grandma Revolt, two lemons. Thank you so much, Grandma Revolt. U-Town, 369, 20 lemons. Thank you so much, U-Town. Fringe Weller gifted a cookie three times. Thank you so much, Fringe Weller. Um, and another cookie, Fringe Weller. Thank you so much. Darlin Mel gifted a can. Uh, two cans. Thank you so much, Darlin Mel. Grammify Revolt, one lemon. Thank you so much, Grammify. Boyd, 556, 17th month substreak. Thank you so much, Boyd. And me, Brenda, one diamond. Thank you guys all. Much appreciated for all the donations and all the support that you guys give us here at the Red Pill Project. Much love, respect. God bless you guys. Take care. And remember, freedom is no more than one generation away from extinction. And it is up to us to stand up in the eyes of tyranny and fight back. Have a good night. Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace, or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign. And it is indeed brutal. And uh, they call me eye patch McCain. <laughs> I, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Frankly, uh, if you look at the media, where the media is a closed media, we don't have an open free media anymore. They don't want to hear anything. They don't write about it. It's a, it's collusive. It's uh, nobody's ever seen anything like it. It all happened during this period of time. It happened just before the election. They wouldn't talk about certain subjects that you know better than anybody, Michael. And uh, you know that's the beginning of communism.